the old premeds podcast session number 194 You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. And welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, where I get the privilege of going on to premedforms.com, checking out the questions that you are asking and picking one, and answering them here on the podcast. If you have a question you want answered here on the podcast, go to premedforms.com, find the non-traditional premed form, and ask your question. If you don't already have an account, register for one. If you haven't also followed me on YouTube lately, I would love for you to go check out my new YouTube videos. I'm doing YouTube videos several days a week. One is more of a traditional YouTube video, I also have two series that I'm doing right now. One is my Ask Dr. Gray pre-med Q&A series that we've turned into a YouTube series, and uh, that will continue as a podcast as well as we ramp that back up. And I'm also doing what uh, has resonated very well with students is application renovation. Now, that's a, a series where I meet with a student who didn't get into medical school through an application cycle. And I look at their application, I talk to them, and I try to offer my thoughts and my advice on how and first why they didn't potentially get in to medical school, but also how to improve their application for the next cycle. Go find me on YouTube, medicalschoolhq.net slash YouTube. Our question today is from a concerned Nodrad about a semester worth of withdrawals. They say, Dear Dr. Gray, I've been listening to your podcast for two years. You've been a tremendous support to me, and I am eternally grateful for your wisdom and guidance. I am a 31-year-old non-traditional student. I completed my BA in environmental science in 2012 and an MA in clinical psychology and global health in 2017. I'm now enrolled in a do-it-yourself post-bac program with one more year of coursework before I take the MCAT in May and apply that same cycle. My overall GPA is 372, my science GPA is 389, both outstanding. I work as an advocate for survivors of sexual assault in the emergency department. I'm the recipient of numerous grants and fellowships to complete independent research in refugee health disparities in my community. In addition, I also volunteer in an emergency department. All right, amazing so far. Let them into school. All right, let's see where the, the issues arise. I began my undergraduate career, career studying film and theater at a well-known university in New York City. My grades were A's with the occasional B+. Without going into much detail, fall of my junior year, I was assaulted in my apartment by a stranger. After a period of emotional and psychological distress, I chose to withdraw mid-semester from my classes and leave New York City with the hope of one day returning to finish my degree. Instead, I transferred to a liberal arts college to finish my bachelor's. I have been told that a semester's worth of W's on a past transcript is a serious red flag. That, uh, this event occurred in 2009, 10 years ago. How and where in my application should I address the reason for my abrupt withdrawal mid-semester without going into too much detail or embarrassing the admissions committee? All right, amazing uh 
question and something that comes up way too often uh, in my role helping pre-med students. I get this email a lot of uh, number one, being assaulted, where do I bring that up? Uh, obviously, this one leading into a different question of the assault led to needing to withdraw and eventually transfer school. So number one, um, uh, it sounds like you are doing amazing. And so congratulations on all your success uh, given the past um, challenges. So with that said, I think in my mind, this is something you don't really have to bring up in an application. It's going to it be easy to see as a, as someone looking at an application. You're going to easily see you're you're going to see um, school A, school A, school A, school A with um, with all of the great grades, and then withdrawals at school A, and then starting at school B and finishing a degree there. So it's going to be obvious to anyone looking at that application that something happened, right? And there are a million and one reasons why somebody would withdraw and transfer to another school. Number one, you get homesick. Number two, you get sick sick. Number three, a family member gets sick sick. <laughs> like number four, a family member dies and you move home to support the family. There are so many reasons why this happens that it's not at all a serious red flag. It's just something that maybe asks like, hey, I see that you withdrew from all of your classes at this well-known university in New York City and you transferred. Can you tell me what happened? So I would be prepared to talk about it. I don't think you really need to bring it up in your applications. In secondary applications, there are is oftentimes the opportunity to say, hey, is there anything else in your application that you need to, to chat about? A lot of times in secondaries, there's even, hey, if your academic career was uh, delayed at all, right? If you had any breaks in your academics, take the time to discuss that here. And that's where you can discuss it. And that's a very common secondary prompt is, hey, if you have any breaks post-secondary uh, Right after high school, if you have any breaks in your education, put it here. Let us know why. And again, you don't have to go into uh, painful details. You don't have to go in, into specifics. Just say um, that whatever whatever you want to say to say you didn't feel safe in New York City anymore, and you needed to uh, withdraw from school and and transfer schools. I think that's all you need to do. I don't think you need to bring this up in a uh, in a, a uh, personal statement unless, and it, it, this may be part of your story, unless it's a really strong reason why you want to be a physician, right? If this is kind of a, a, a an event that happened and kind of showed you the power of having those advocates on your side and and being there to treat you and, and take care of you, then that may be something you bring up in a personal statement as far as the assault itself. But the semester worth of W's, not an issue, completely obvious. And actually, I've had this discussion before with, with an admissions committee member, right? Having uh, a withdrawal every semester looks very, very suspicious, right? Why is this person continuing to withdraw 
from potentially the same class or different classes at these sporadic times, it just shows potentially a lack of planning, a lack of organizational skills. A semester worth of withdrawals shows actually a little bit of wisdom that, hey, this there, there's something in my life that's not going right. I'm smart enough to know I should probably withdraw. That's okay. Okay? Not a serious red flag. You'll be fine. I wish you the best of luck. If you have questions you want answered here on the podcast, again, go to premedforums.com, find the non-traditional premed form, register for an account if you don't already have one, and ask your question. It may take a couple of days to get approved for your account as we try to combat spam accounts. But in the meantime, you can go check out other questions that are asked and continue to listen to old episodes of the old premeds podcast if you haven't already. I'd also encourage you, if you have a physician that you shadow, send them to findshadowing.com. I want that to be the resource that every physician sends students to when a student goes to Dr. Smith and Dr. Smith says, yes, I allow students to shadow me. You have to do it through findshadowing.com. That is my goal. That is my mission for findshadowing.com. So if you have a physician that uh, is a mentor, a parent, a friend, a family member, whoever, let them know about findshadowing.com. The physician signup is live right now as I'm recording this, and we're hoping to get some physicians onboarded. And then in the future, we'll open it up to students so that they can search their local area to see if there are any physicians to shadow. I hope you have a great week. I'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.